Okay, there are copies here in the front. Anybody wants? Heather, you got one? Okay, you can uh, take one if you want. You can move up if you want. Uh, we have uh, uh, Tuvi's here, we can start. Tuvi, come home one night, be here for the next 50 years. You can't beat the commute, right? Uh, <laughs> okay. On page two, let's start again. Sif Beis, the last Sif in Reish Samach. She is Samach Hashem Yisrael. Yisrael Anche Beisai. Lashon Rakas. We discussed yesterday. Don't want to steal too much uh, fear. Sartem Eravtem Efrashem Chalom. Viemlem Haliku Esaner. That's Belashon Tzivui. Malkam Shem Asrin Ein Tzarech Loimar Isartems. We were up to. Sivkot Yid Aleph, second wide line, the Mishaburi Saitem, the Cholhani, and Yochel Asesim Achakapa Shabbos. You can't take off Chumas Amaisas on Shabbos. It's considered Tikkun. Most Yisham hold this Tikkun Manamidrabanon because any Tikkun the, the guy can't tell is a Tikkun. There's no physical Tikkun. Just a Ruchni is Dikkun Tikkun. You make an ice Tevel, so it's an Issa Drabanon, but it's still Lasser. Lakach Yizaris Ida Sam Bear Shabbos. Therefore, you have to have them to take care of it beforehand. Yud Beis. And that is the minig today. We only change the box of matzahs on erev Pesach. And most people uh, in the summer in the bungalow colonies, it's very common to put down an erev tchum because you can take a Shabbos walk and be at the tchum already. Or sometimes they walk between bungalow colonies, between camps. But uh, average guy living at home here in Muncie, uh, nobody really puts down an Erev Etchum, so therefore, if it's not really done, you don't have to ask, and we're not really putting up the Erev Chatseris, you only do that once a year, and that's why somebody asked yesterday, why aren't we doing this today? It's not so Nogea. Frashtam Chala is Nogea, Ke'es, and Nogea Lishulzes, the Mishabur sort of asks, why aren't we doing this? Many women bake, and they are Mafresh Chalas, you have to ask them if they did it, sometimes they forget. Sometimes uh, anybody can forget. And I, unfortunately, normally not supposed to say Yagati uh, Matsasi. I looked at the Knesset Yecheskel in, in uh, Simon Kuv Gimel, actually has here uh, Chav Gimel, guess, but I, I think I looked at both. I didn't see it. Um, I will tell you, some are to bring down that it's called Chala. We call the Chala Chala, as in the loaf, in order to remind us to be Mafresh Chala. So some say Yetu with that, the fact that we call it Chala. It's interesting because now that everybody calls it challah, I don't know if they realize the reason that's why they started calling it challah. But, um, but they try to be miyashev why we're not uh, reminding people. So you have to, um, uh, he doesn't really uh, have, he doesn't put his askama not asking, he's just trying to be miyashev the minig. Maybe women are so good at this, this is their mitzvah, and the whole reason they're baking challah is not for challah, so maybe it's an assumption they won't forget. I've uh, received some very interesting hafarshas challah shaylas right before Shabbos. Um, a number of times a lady will call. She said they threw the challah back into the dough. Got mixed in with the rest of it. It's not a, not a very common shaylah, but not a very uncommon shaylah. What do you do then? Yes, you do a tarsa dam. Did you ask me that once? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it happens, yeah. It happens. It's not, it's not an uncommon. So you can do a tarsa dam on the hafarshah and start again. It's an interesting idea. Um, it's, uh, so you can forget. If that can happen, you can throw it back in, you can forget. So um, 
I, I think nowadays, if no one's doing it for a while already, you start asking, they might get insulted, so maybe we'll just rely on whatever the issue of the minig is. Yudalad. Hadliku, see here. Um, anything to do with the uh, with food? I think is <laughs> it, it is a little funny, right? You would think the man would would, would find. You think don't eat that. Right, 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 right. I, I guess um, I guess he'd have to go to his wife and start asking, "Wait, give me some loaf, give me some matzah, give me some food." As she would normally. It was a, it started in the kitchen. That's my only guess. You're right. I think the men are, are doing it today. Uh, Unless he's talking and he's talking not only to his wife, he's talking to his family. So maybe if his sons wanted to go somewhere, maybe he's asking them. Hadliku, the Mishabur here says, Bapatach, Tachasahe. This isn't a question, this is a tzivoy. Hadliku. Why? That's why you can't ask because you look and you see they're not lit. And others say this because it's more urgent. If you don't do this now, if, you, if you're not, uh, not mafresh, you might have a little more food, a less food. Here, uh, we're talking about Lokas Neiris, and uh, that's a, it's a chiv. But uh, Rashi says the pshat is you're not going to ask because you see either it's done or it's not. Who adin she yisim she yisim lots of belachah, but us beis amedish makom achetzal lishloch achar she yisim as you have to make sure it gets done. Nowadays, it includes uh, did you unscrew the light bulb from the fridge and did you set the Shabbos clocks and all the other things that we have to uh, we have to set up. Okay, take a look at page three. I'll show you two interesting things in Chut Shani which we began discussing before Pesach. It's pretty clear from the simon that taking a shower uh, and shaving, cutting hair is a covered Shabbos. The closer to Shabbos, the more of a covered it is. So take a look at the uh, top first, Aramam Kasaf, page three. Today, taking a full shower, today, covered Shabbos, this is a din that I think we have to emphasize here in America because we seem to be a lot busier. Part of the halachah of the Shabbos is after you're showered, shaved, dressed, ready to go, you should come to shul, uh, drop early if you can, and sit there and prepare yourself mentally for the Shabbos makasa. Um, not so easy when the Palisades is backed up. I realize that. People are coming home from work. In the next uh, five months, it's a lot easier. <coughs> But it's part of, it's not just Shaila getting to Mincha on time, it's a Shaila of uh, preparing and showing. And not only the mental preparation, it's the fact that if you're expecting a guest, usually you're sitting there waiting for them because you're excited, you don't want to be late for the guest. Uh, take a look at the second column on the top line. That's not showing covered Shabbos, not as Nikr. If you can't do it, it's called karma. The mikv of the Shabbos The closer you get to Shabbos, the better it is. So Friday morning is better than Thursday night. Friday afternoon is even better. Thursday night is better than Thursday by day. Thursday night is not so lechatchila, even though it's it's erev yeah, Shabbos. It's uh, the night uh, before the day. The closer it is, the better it is. Assuming that you still have enough time to come in, but you should have Shabbos. That line is, I would suggest, for Americans, is not 100% posh. He's suggesting that Thursday night's too far, but Friday morning, right, that's considered the Arab Shabbos. I think that's true if you're not an Istanist. I know many people, they take a shower at 9 in the morning, Shabbos is 7 in the evening. They do not consider themselves, they'd be honest, not consider themselves fresh, ready for Shabbos. 
they they like almost need another shower. So it depends on the on the context. Uh, you know, perhaps uh, it's a stroll, they don't waste as much hot water. And uh, you know, if they take in the morning, that would be uh, that would be fine. Take a look at page four. Americans are more finicky. So I, I don't th- I don't think for an American Friday morning is so lechatila. It's okay, but I think Friday I think every Shabbos afternoon is better. Right now, you hear people complaining that once they're uh, once it's already nine hours later, they don't feel they don't feel fresh anymore. Okay, take a look at page four on Ice Bay's the bottom toward the bottom of the first column in the Chutzani. Little Tsipanaim. So we discussed Kasa Mishnabur. We saw that Biyam Chamishi Makbidna Shlo Little Amnesha Tsipanaim Maschin Lachsel Itzma Biyam Gimel Ligi Lucham. You should not cut your nails on Thursday because the third day after the cutting they start to grow. Imkain Ein Zetikin Kavat Shabbos Shachaz Delatze. So when I saw when I read this, I I explained to you my my thought on this is, and and I see the Chutzani holds like this also, is that it's not Pshat that starts growing on Shabbos. That's not that's not the Metzias Lachair. Right? I think even you agreed. Uh, you, you mentioned that for the feet, it takes longer to grow. You didn't have any data on, on the, on the uh, fingernails. Uh, I think the child, it grows a little bit every day. It's just after three days, into the third day, it's more nicker that you didn't just cut it. So the closer the Shabbos it is, the better it is. If you do it on Thursday, it's going to be over nicker. It's not such covered Shabbos. Nafkamina would be, if you can't cut it Arab Shabbos, should you cut it on Thursdays? If you learn that this means that it dafka starts going the third day afterwards, Thursday is not a good idea. If you hold every day that passes, then Thursday is like, like the showering. Thursday is better than Wednesday. I would assume, I would assume most, humans, most humans have, the, there's some average. I guess everybody's a little different in their metabolism, but there's an average here. But I, I don't think, even though the words say, maschilin lachser, maschilin doesn't mean it starts. It means it's nicker that it started. Unless there's some, something on Picabala or some uh, physical message I'm not aware of, I don't think that's what it means. And the Nafka is this Shayla, which I'll explain. He's going to quote right now. Well, no one's going to go look at your nails, but it's nicker to you. It's not, not cover chop. It's when, you, when your nails are already not, not freshly groomed, not freshly cut. Yeah, you probably don't look at them. Yeah, you probably don't. Uh... They never stop growing. Right, that's what I'm saying. So the Pasha said, can mean that it punk grows on the third day. So that means it's more nicker. The, the more after, after, after a few days, it looks more nicker. You're saying it's not clear after three days, four days. Look, it's the chazal, the stuff for most people, it's nicker on the third day. Um, so that's why the you should do it on Thursday. Yeah. Thursday means Wednesday night. We're going to get to that. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Hold, hold that thought. The Bataz, Kasa, bottom paragraph. Who are Dinch, Ainless Stopper, and Bian Chamishi? So the Taz brings this up. It's just like by nails, so too by haircuts. Kamayashi and Little Tsipanai and Bian Chamishi. Now, Kaziza, Tsipanai and Bian Dalat, Ahe, Kashi, So what happens if you know never happens in our shop? It gets too busy. Is there a Maila to do it Thursday, or do we say Dafka not Thursday? So he quotes the Panavicharov. Panavicharov, by the way, is known to us, you know, historically, I mean. Not long ago, as, as the great builder of Torah in, in Eretz Yisrael and revived, you know, he built Panovich, he built many other yeshivas. Rav Aaron once commented that uh, had he not been running around building the yeshivas, he would have been, he said this is a compliment, he said, he said it would have been a much bigger gain than I was. He said I would have been a clip of Shum. Rav Aaron said that about the Panovich. He was, a, he, was a, he was from the Gedalim in Europe already. 
and he was a Rav Panovich, and um, and he, he still knew how to learn Gantz fine afterwards. But he was he felt he lost his family in the war. He felt his his job at that point in his life as an older man already it was to rebuild Tyrannate So and he did an unbelievable. I mean, we did the whole the whole. Uh, Terry community there, and where everybody's indebted to him. He, what he did was was unbelievable. And he came in, uh, in the middle of the war, and he started building. They thought he was absolutely out of his mind. Actually, in the middle of the war, he started to buy up land and uh, build yeshivas. They weren't sure if they'd be. You know, some people held there wouldn't be any Jews, let alone yeshivas. So that's the. Um, so I'm just mentioning that you shouldn't be surprised at quoting him in Psak. He was uh, considered from the big Gainim. Agai Vitapanovich, Shlama Kahneman, that's all. Achiyah, top line. Shir Shalog, Ligza is BM Shishi, if you can't do it on Arab Shabbos. Odif, Ligazem, BM Hey. Next best is Thursday, Vlebiam Dal, not Wednesday. Deloike Elu, Shevinu, Masharayim, Shekpidu, Shaligza, BM Hamisha. Those who claim no, Akpeda is Dafka, not to do it Thursday. Shadav Ligza is BM Dal. Some claim Shadafka, not to do it Thursday, only on Wednesday. Vlebiam Hey. He says, not true. Well, again, they were learning that it, it says the words sound like it's saying, no, if you do it on Thursday, it's going to start growing on Shabbos. He says, that's not the Peshat. Haircuts or, or cutting nails. It's not to do with Thursday. If a melech takes a haircut every day, obviously... The hair is growing every day, and it's the the nails are also. And there's no issue to cause something to grow on Shabbos anyway, but that's Groma Shabbat Groma, not even Groma. It just happens. Not even Groma. They couldn't do it on Arab Shabbos. Those are by the base of Mitush. It's not as good as Arab Shabbos, but it's better than Wednesday, the closer you get. Meaning it looks like it's growing. It's better to do it Arab Shabbos. If you can't take a haircut Arab Shabbos, it's very nagea. It's more nagea by haircuts than it is by nails. Nails, people can find five minutes. Haircut, you got to get out. You got to find the barber. And maybe want to know, I can't do it on Shabbos. Is there a Milo doing a Thursday? Should I do it on Wednesday? So he votes for Thursday. Um, so you should not you should not stop if you can't do it. Let's stop. If you do it Wednesday or Tuesday, it's going to be obviously more nicker that you didn't just take a haircut for Kabbalah Shabbos. So two of you, your question about Wednesday night, the further you get from Friday, the more of it is. The closer you can get, uh, the better it is. And he says it's not a dinner Thursday. It's just a... Originally said it has a three-day system. That's what I'm saying. So, so many... He, his opinion... Right, right. So, so, so it has nothing to do with Thursday. His opinion, that's what I thought also, is double pusher. It's not a din in Thursday that the magic is going to start growing up Shabbos. The din is do it close to Shabbos on Arab Shabbos. That, that's, that's the way he, he, uh, he says it. And I thought that was a double pusher like that. Yeah. Uh, so you can do the haircut on Friday because it's uh, it's uh, covered Shabbos, or let's put it this way, it's lack of covered Shabbos if you wake up and start cutting your hair for Lagmaimer, which is a minig, and you ignored cutting for Shabbos. That's the word, by the way. It, it's, it's, it's that we don't want you to cut it right after Shabbos. Lagmaimer, because it shows Zilzal Shabbos, Shabbos is more important. Therefore, we have you cut it for Shabbos. So, so with that, it's better to do it when it's Nikola covered Shabbos, especially now when it's a heter. Uh, they bring down, if your mamish can't, uh, there are some ekelim for, uh, for Thursday night. But uh, Thursday night is it's going to be at, like, you know, 9, 15. <laughs> I don't 
I think Barbara's going to find <laughs> Barbara's going to find open. Uh, but remind me, I'm sure we'll be speaking out those dinim when it gets close. So this is uh, this is like when you cancel Tachanim. People love this cooler. <laughs> it's like it gives a lot of gets a lot of uh, gets a lot of mileage. Um, it's uh, Rav Moshe has a famous. We're going to speak this out also. But Rav Moshe has a has a tshuva where he says that he quotes someone to suggest that when you're going into Shlosh Megabolo, when it's on a Sunday, you can also take a haircut out of Shabbos. He says it's not true. What's the chilek? I see. He says here the pshat is the the sphere didn't stop. Uh, you have Lag Baimer as a day of celebration. You don't want to celebrate more for Lag Baimer. If you held the first half, it, 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 it did stop. But uh, if you're going straight, you're just using Lag Baimer as a free parking. It's a right that you're celebrating for Lag Baimer. So you don't want to celebrate for Lag Baimer more than you celebrate for Shabbos. Over here, there's my goat till Shoshim Bolo. So you can't, this man's not over yet. That's his, that's his chilik. But I'm sure we'll chaz that when we get there. Yes? What about Mincha? Why is it not just to get a haircut? The Mincha, you mean the Mishnah and Shabbos? The Mishnah and the Mishnah and Shabbos, the Sukkot and Shabbos you're referring to? Yeah, you can't take a haircut? In the olden days, the Mishnah gives a whole list of things you can't do before Mincha because you might uh, get too involved. And haircuts in the olden days were major productions. Did you ever notice that Adiyamazem, the barbers have this funny thing turning around that's red and black? Uh, you know why it's red? What? <laughs> no, it's pretty, pretty for the American, pretty gory. The uh, barbers used to bloodlet also. So when you used to go to a barber, I guess, I don't know why they had the same profession. I guess the guy was good with scissors, I guess, once he had sharp instruments. He was good with the other stuff also. I don't know exactly how he got, but he was the doctor, the bullet, or the fire chief, the barber, whatever. They used to have a lot of people wearing, uh, wearing different hats. And uh, what? It's not only America. No, it's all over the world. Nevada, the Chidishis, the Chidishis. In America, we still have such a, such a sign. And uh, so we had that thing going around. People look, what a cute sign for a barber. They don't realize they better stay away from the guy if he thinks that uh, he knows what that means. Um, so we used to go. It was a whole, let's get a haircut. They probably took a bath and it was all production and bloodletting. It was a whole, uh, it was a whole, people used to bloodlet as a matter of course. What? It's not no gear. Yeah, it's not. Haircuts? Haircuts take seven minutes. If you take more than seven minutes, you got the wrong barber. It's a lot plug lagabi. Certainly, you can't wash for a suddu gedolah, but that suddu is like a chasna. We don't. We wash. You have a tuna sandwich at lunch. It's not considered a suddu gedolah. But we're not. We're the answer. We're mekel. We're mekel in America. We don't. Uh, I wouldn't do it twenty minutes for shkia, but uh, but we're mekel by something by mechal gedolah. We're, we're. It's not a big. We see. It's not a big. The whole thing takes uh, takes five ten minutes. Well, you mean you're saying why would they dafka have it on Arab Shabbos? Isn't Arab Shabbos too crowded? It could be they took it in the morning. It could be they did everything in the morning. It's supposed to do a special dispensation for covered Shabbos. You're allowed to actually shop before davening if you feel that they might run out of stuff. I remember in Eitz a lot of people use that heter. They go shopping, mamish with their little best. They go to my call. Today it's not a gap. Stores don't run out, and you have plenty of time. And you know, but people who are very pressed for time, they're afraid they won't get it later, even if they won't run out. Are you allowed to do that before davening? That's considered tzarchei shemayim, not your own tzarchim. So they want you to do all these things early in the morning to be uh, to be ready on time. The um, bloodletting I, I once mentioned here. We had a we were talking to one of our shirim about nishtana teva. So uh, nishtana teva is something you got to use for certain sugiyos when it's obvious that something changed. Uh, but you shouldn't always jump to say nishtana teva just because you have a kasha from science. A lot of times, not a lot of times. Like every day, the science changes and the medicine changes. And they, they keep switching every 20 years. It is good for you. You know, the egg made a comeback. I'm old enough to remember when it was good, then it was bad, now it's good again. 
So they can't make up. There was a time when they mamish like said like one a month would be too much, and now it's making a big comeback. So they keep changing their minds, um, and you shouldn't be so uh, so bepachad uh, from the science and change start start saying that they certainly shouldn't change the chazal. But you could you don't have to say the shtar so quickly. So I remember I was in I remember where I was. I was in Toronto, and somebody was giving me a lift. Point A to point B. It was a three minute ride, but I had siat shmaya. Uh, three minute ride, he gave me a piece of information that you'll see was very nagaya. The guy had on uh, CFRB, is that the name of the thing? Do you remember? CFRB, is the, there's a famous news station there? My I don't remember, this is 15 years ago. CRFB, or CFRB. Whatever, some, there was some, some news station, and they had a two minute medical uh, update. And they had an amazing report they just discovered. This must have been in the year, uh, I don't know, 1995, six, something like that. Uh, maybe a little earlier, they had uh, a multi-year research from the most prestigious medical colleges in the world, and uh, they came out that uh, in the ancient world, they used the bloodlet, which we look now as barbaric, and this, that, and the other thing. They said, you know what, without calling it bloodletting, they came out that it's a good idea to give blood frequently, besides the chesed shaboy, because it's very good to flush out the system. So basically, they were saying that bloodletting is not so ridiculous, and, uh, and you don't have to say completely Nishtana Hateva. And I was so amazed to hear that report. It was like a one minute, two minute blurb. Because our Moshe says this in the Tshuva, long before they came out with this report in the 1990s. He says in the Tshuva about giving blood, he has a long Tshuva on it, it's not so pushy. He said, Well, you can't be chayi yourself to give to, to an Akum, you can't be chayi yourself, even though no one's dying, and it's a pretty safe procedure, but it's chavala. So our Moshe says, Well, if you get an insurance policy, they, they, was a natural disaster. If you gave blood, you get first days. They give you, they write you down, and you, you and your family get insured from it. So that, that, that itself is a reason. Or if you're in an area where it's going to a lot of yidden, so you ought to be chayvah to save them. So in the metropolitan area, they will be okay. And then he adds, he says, and by the way, it might not be uh, that unhealthy to term it a chavala, because in the ancient world they did it, and he says, even though we don't do it today, but he finds it hard to imagine that the pendulum swung from very good it's a very bad. Mamish Machavin to this report that took, came out 20 years later, uh, that, uh, that it's taka not so ridiculous. So you don't have to... Uh, so the bloodletting was... Uh, we look at it today, like who the... Now I, you could say they did go too far. The bloodletting was the be-all and end-all for most things. So the good news was is that it always worked because if it didn't work, the patient would die of lack of blood. So anybody who survived the experience usually was uh, pretty healthy. Um, but I say that tongue-in-cheek, but you see that it had some therapeutic value or else they wouldn't have been, even in the ancient world, if they did it enough and everybody kept dying, they would probably stop doing it. So apparently it had some... Mordechai, um, did I ever ask you to, to, to see a report on that? I want to ask you, but no? Okay, you look online, you'll see, uh, you'll see that they have a lot, a lot to do about that. They don't want to call bloodletting because it sounds, sounds ancient, but it's not so, not so ridiculous. Okay, next page, page five. One more point. And that will conclude. We'll start the new sugi tomorrow night in Mitzvah Shem. Kasa Mishaburu Shem Magan Avram. Yesh Shekasu Shalalakat Tzipurni Yadayim Raglayim Biyamechad. You shouldn't cut the hands and feet in one day. We saw this. Alpinista Renacha Shikas Mina Raglayim Biyamechad. Which Mordechai fits well with what she said. It doesn't grow as quickly anyway, so it's not going to start being nicker on Shabbos. You do that on Thursday. Mina Yadayim Biyamechad and do the hands on Arab Shabbos. Yesh Lodun. In Kaitz's Balel Shishi, if you do it Thursday night at the M Shishi, so Tovia, this is part of your question from before. He's curious if you do it Thursday night and Friday in, in, in our calendar, that is Arab Shabbos already. But for this Indian Pikabala, maybe you go by the uh, Gaisha system. Uh, so he's not sure about that. 
You should not wait. This is not a well-known day. You should not wait till Shabbos. If your nails grew quicker or you had to cut the week before on Thursday or Wednesday and now it's growing, if you wash the for bread and the nails are too long and there's some dirt, it's going to be a chazitz issue. Or it could be a chazitz issue. So make sure the nails, not only for women, make sure the nails are always trimmed uh, because uh, you don't want to get into Baruch uh, Levatolam. Next paragraph. I was asked that also. Do I have to cut every week? The answer is, if you don't, first of all, you're not going to have a schedule. And then you're not going to make it two weeks. You're going to end up being too long on a Wednesday, and then you're going to be all off schedule. But besides that, it's important to do it every single week for covered Shabbos. If you do it on Tuesday, it's not nicker. So Ellie discussed the year point, and that is, if your metabolism is slower, and it just does nothing much to cut, and it works for you, so then go on a schedule where it's Arab Shabbos, hands, feet, hands, feet, hands, feet, and just alternate. So if you're claiming that the taka takes a week, maybe some people have that, then that would be okay. Ain't liasic been a star. It's hard to know how serious the Indian Kabbalah is. Uh, so try to, try to check beforehand. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows the answer to that question. Yes? Why is it covered shop if nobody sees it? Right. Well, in the ancient world, they wore sandals, open right. sandals. Today, nobody sees it, but you see it. Like all these questions before, nobody's looking at nails anyway. But for covered shop, as you know, when you're groomed. I have news for you. If you don't take a shower, Arab Shabbos, uh, it's probably not that bad, and no one's going to smell you either. But for you, you don't feel fresh. It's a dinner in your own uh, covered shop. But it's still, it's, not, it's covered Shabbos for, uh, to be well groomed. That's uh, last point. Very important point. It was just Nagaya for Pesach. You should cut for covered Yantav as well. There's a din, a machlekes, a peskin, whether you can cut your nails on Chalamoid. We pass in Apshara that if you cut them right before Yantav, you can cut them before the second Yantav, before the second Shabbos. So make sure you do that. If you didn't, then they're out of control. They make kilim to cut a fair of Shabbos anyway if you do it every single uh, week. But, uh, but the Chiddush over here is the din to cut them even in the middle of the week for covered Yantav as well, no less than uh, they covered Shabbos. Okay.